evening. So, uh, I, uh, when Pastor gave me this topic, and uh, not the topic, but he asked me to teach on Wednesday, and as we know, we are giving, uh, going through a series of uh, many of maybe the false religions or occult around we have so that we grow in the knowledge, so that we know what's going on, so that we encounter someone like that, so we know his faith, so, and now you're able to relate what is his thinking is, right? And then you can give him the right answer and uh, also help him to show the truth. So on the same line, so I thought I will also give my testimony, how was my life and the churches which I went and uh, what was the experience, how the service or, uh, will happen there and uh, how it is different than what we do, and, uh, uh, and uh, many of the things which I have seen or experienced in my life. So rather than the study, it is like I was there myself. So it will be more helpful. So I pray uh, that uh, this will be helpful to you so that whenever you uh, come across some per such persons or when you hear uh, something like that, you'll be able to relate. So, the first, and again, why I'm able to now see the difference is because I found the truth, because I got saved. Once you are saved, that's where your life get changes, right? Now you see why you did not got saved this many, this many years, what was the reason, and the discernment which we get, and that's where I always uh, go evaluate my own life, what was wrong, what are the things I went through? What are the churches I was went through? What was my mindset? Because now I'm got saved so that based on my experience, I recall that and I understand these people from where they come from, what is their understanding is. So it is very helpful for me to answer them to, uh, you know, through, to guide them in the right way. And that is very much helpful for me in my experience in my Sunday, Saturday morning churches also, whenever they ask me the question. So first attitude for the, and this is again, uh, mostly of the people or where I was, and I believe mostly this is also in America. So the attitude first is, everyone is a Christian. Everyone is a Christian, and we did not, uh, and uh, we will not have any differentiation between the churches. As long as we know this is the church, we just entered. So there is no any discernment or a decision making that which church I should go. As long as there is preaching, what kind of preaching, it does not matter. As long as there is a Sunday church, we should just go. So that's where the mindset, we will never see what kind of church it is. Because for a blind or the one who is not saved, I believe the attitude will be, if it is, it is from God, so who am I to challenge it? Or who am I to, to discern it or to check it, it is right or wrong, will not be that offensive to do something? So this is the mindset most of the people comes with and that's where they fall into that. Because now imagine like, for a 10 rupees pen, oh, I said in rupees, now for Americans, I have to be dollar. So $10 pen, 
you may go and check 10 times it is the right pen or not, right? Which is writing right. If it is wrong, if it is not writing, you go just return. You want to make sure your $10 what you invested, you invested in a pen, just a $10 pen. And your eternity, you will not bother about anything. You will not bother about anything. But for a pen, for a $1 thing in a dollar shop, which moved to 1.25 now, this is just for information, it's not a no dollar shop. <laughs> so you go, you check, and then you return if you don't like. But where your eternity is concerned, you are not bothering about anything. That do I need to go and check the Bible, or I just go there and just sit and he preach, I'm done with my work because I'm being a Christian, I'm a born Christian, so I should be just into the church because my parents told me, my pastor told me, and that's where I grow. So that's where the mentality of the many of the people, when they think about the churches, this particular when it is church, it is something coming from the God, we are no one to challenge that, or we are not challenging, but we are no one to check that it is right or wrong. So with the same attitude or same mindset, even mine was also. Now, so there was no any denomination attached. Back there in India, if you see, everything is mixed. We are united as a Christian. We are, we sh whenever something happens, we should, all churches should come together. We should be in united bring out all your differences, keep them away. Any prosecutions or something comes up, you come together. So the united is the formula. Now, so what happens is, so now I'll, go, so that's what my attitude all my life. So while I was in Baltimore also, and while was other places of US also, for my wife and me, though we came from a two different family, two different places, the attitude is always same. Oh, look like a building. This is a church, see there is a cross. This is nearby also. Let's go there. Let's go every Sunday. If you like it, mostly you like it because you don't want to spend extra effort to find any other one. So this is the one. Oh, this is what? Texas Methodist or Texas, this something or something. But church is at the end. That's what it is important. So this is a point for you about the mindset. What is the mindset? Why we just go in? Because who am I to doubt that? Am I worthy of it? That's all. Okay. So that's where even uh, we always, uh, whatever the churches we got, uh, wherever we moved, and I went to that such churches. But this particular church, which I want to highlight today, was the church from the Pune. And I believe it is Pentecostal Charismatic Church. And you know what? I was not knowing what church is till I got saved and grew and to went back and check how, how wrong it is. I was not knowing where I spent one and a half or two years where I was an usher. I was the one who is giving the communion. I don't know what denomination I was going in. So the point here to you to understand that how blind or how the mindset will be, who am I? Just serve the God, right? So that is what all the wrong mindset I was having. So now this particular church, uh, my brother-in-law invited me. When we moved to the Pune from last time from Baltimore church, where we attended Pastor Caleb church for a little bit time, we got very little time for to stay in that Baptist church. And due to our visa ended, we moved back to Pune, where my city, where is my house is for my job location. So my brother-in-law invited me and I said, hey, you know what, because now you must be searching for the church. I was like, yeah. 
I mean, if you say so. So, <laughs> because, and so I said, okay, let me try that. It was far from me, but still I went to that church. The day we, my family and we went to the church, it was a big church and we liked that church a lot. We liked that church a lot so much that I was like, wow, that is the church. That is the church I should be. How good that church is. And I'll explain you what is the like means for the blind people. Because I was blind. Now again, I will talk about me. I don't want to uh, talk about others. As I said, I'm sharing my experience and through my experience, what I saw. So when I went there and I saw, as so 10 a.m. the church, dot at 10 a.m. the music starts. Now the first song immediately they play or the church plays is, is the loud happening song which, which, which thrills you or make you happy or will let you everyone knows around because you are busy talking to everyone that the church has been started. So the first song has to be a very happening song. Why I'm empathizing on all this because the trend is same all over. When I saw it later on of many of the American churches also, the trend is same all over. So it is like a specific formula that was given where the crowd get attracted. So that's why I'm empathizing more on this particular songs, how the service go. So the first song which comes in, the first or first two, three songs, so you have the youth setup with drum, guitar, piano, you have the choir, plus you have the two, one or two, mostly the worship leader. Uh, mostly it is the women uh, uh, who will be the worship leader. And uh, the crowd all has to stand, and uh, nothing wrong in that. And we start worshiping. The first two songs are the happening song, where is it joyful, where the drums and, and you, your body moves, and you will feel, feel so happy about it, that whoa, and this is the song. I like that song. I like the other song also. So there where it starts, it encourages you. So it touches your senses of happiness. You feel good about it. Whoa, Johan, you see that? Very good song, Johan. Whoa. So that's where the first two, three songs go on. After the first two, three songs go, uh, will completed, then comes the song which will take you through the emotions. Remember, you need to travel through the roller coaster from the peak till down and down and to high and to the peak. So this has to happen. And then after the first three songs, it comes some songs which the drums will be slow, very slow, the piano will be high, and the guitar will be the continuous one tune, and then the music is, or the words are the continuing. Like in Hindi, if I say, it's like, Jesus, Jesus. So you feel it. You try to feel it. So basically, it's trying through the emotions. Now, it is so much inside that church will happening that very well, if you are blind, I was. My, I got saved last year, so I was blind. I'm not sure about others. But as I said, I'm sharing my experience. You feel so good about it, the things which are happening around. And after the fourth, fifth song, you go so much deep inside that. Now, when these slow songs will go in, what will happen? There comes the peak song that will take you from down to up. Now, here is my experience I will tell you. 
after so much of going, I was almost there one and a half or two years, after so much of going into that particular sixth or seventh song, by the way, this will go for 45 minutes. It will start at 10 a.m. till 10.45, 10.50, it should go on. So that particular peak song, where I believe it touches everything of you, your senses, and you will start closing your eyes and the music and everything, and I'll tell you, so I, I literally, of my imagination, I felt something, I am into the cloud, which I call it like a heaven. So because it has so much of touch, and then that fifth or sixth song will almost take you to that height. So imagine the impact of that music when it happened to on your senses, that it will take you to your height, that someone, you don't know now what's happening around. So someone has to hit you or someone has to awake you or, or later on to, to bring you back from that song. And once I had that, I was like, this is good. This is good, like going into the heaven every 10.45 a.m. every Sunday. Who don't want that? And then when I went into the there, and then, the, and then while you are all there, this will go for 10.45, 45 minutes, and slowly the head, the pastor will take you the, take the mic. Now imagine your mental condition, you are already into that there in the seventh cloud, whatever you called it, I was calling it as a heaven. So when you are there and when the pastor takes is the mic and, you, and this music, background music has to be always on, that cannot stop. That piano, the slow moving, the piano has to be there. Ding. And whatever the music, I cannot do that now. So that music has to going on because that has to complement what pastor says. And mostly this complementing of the music goes with many of the churches. This music, basically that pianist guy will be all there, all time. Because it has to complement what he's saying, because it plays with your senses, it plays with your thoughts. So when they take the mic, now it's the pastor's turn after 45 minutes when you are on the high what, uh, cloud, or uh, your senses, you just thinking something that, oh, it is so amazing that I made God, and I can see God, and I can see the dough flying on, on the top and the cloud and something I saw. You don't want to tell that because that is your personal experience. Now, slowly when the pastor takes up the mic and then he quoted some words or the God is there or the presence is there and so and then slowly down, down, down the piano stop and the choir goes and now you sit for the message. So that's the 45 minute of formula is repeated every Sunday. It's every Sunday. Now I don't want to bring that particular church only is doing, but later on when I saw this is almost everywhere. This is almost everywhere where they do or implement this particular way of worship and the people feel happy and get excited about it. So when this has all has happened, then the message comes now you are so much happy and everything because in the initial start, what he says does not matter or bothers to you. Now, I remember a few of the examples in that messages, mostly the pastor will get glorified or get lifted. I don't remember any words saying about listening about the sin or the hell. All I hear is we all will be lifted when the rapture will come. 
You tell me that, I will take it. Whoa. So all our we will get just lifted. I don't know about others, but I know I will not get lifted for that time because I was a sinner for sure. Now, so you gave this all package, right? And at the very end, when it ends, also it games into the music. At the end, there has to be also one strong, loud song. And when it happened, it is like a cherry on the top. Because at the end also you got it and you are all out. What did you receive? You received the happiness. What did you feel? You felt the, my flesh, whatever I like, I like happiness. Like we, so when we go out, you are so happy about it. You are so happy about it. I'll tell you one small uh, uh, story or a kind of a joke. One friend came of uh, uh, such churches and was telling to other friend, Hey man, do you know I went to such a good church? I was like, wow, what happened? It was so good, such a wonderful everything. Oh, wow. I mean, what has happened there? I don't know what has happened, but it was so amazing. I cannot tell you. I was like, okay. So, I mean, what did he preach? I don't remember, but it was so much good that I cannot tell you. So that's where we come out. I don't know what has happened, but I know I was happy. <laughs> Not only that, when you co come out, you start talking to others. I remember I'm telling my families, mom, whenever you come to this city, we should see this church. It's so good. Because I'm from the small town where these churches has not equipped with so many of the things which they do. So they, still they have the old kind of maybe the worship. And I was out of that city for long. So I don't know if it's still there. But I know these people have never seen it. So every time I have to invite someone, my family comes, I take them there to see that. And I still remember very clearly it was all about worship. This is how the worship should be. I'll tell you one good thing. Or not the funny thing actually. It's all funny. So when we came to this church. When we came to this church. And of course it was God's plan. That pastor protected us basically. It was God's plan to work on these people. Otherwise I will tell you. When we came to this church. Oh, the music is the boringest thing I ever seen. <laughs> because I was so much filled with this, and you you playing this, and now this was the old one actually was here, and the hymns, and I was like, and I remember telling my wife that pastor speaks good, but the music, if our music of that church and this guy is preaching you mix, then you see how it becomes. <laughs> so understand the mentality of a blind person because you are filling so much him with this thing now he do not have a space in his heart because now you have given him only that taste so I thank God how much it was for me to come out of this and I believe it was all God was working in my heart and when and when I will go and I I, I, I mean if God shows me hey Nitin you know this is what I have done for you you know, I can really very say how much he protected. Because when I go back to these people, because I am saved, I see the difference. Now, I being in that church, if someone you come and tell me, will I hear you? I will not hear you. Because I have never seen the truth. The Bible says in John 8, 33, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
Now if the truth is not preached, all you preach me is a happiness and I'm so much is filled, how, why I need truth? This is what the truth is. So, because when I deal with these people, I understand from where they come from. I understand because I was already always there. Now we had this communion service last Sunday and I so many communion service I attended and I see how pastor empathize on especially to what are the commands or what are the pre, uh, how or what should be your heart condition. You need to be saved, you need to be baptized, plus you should not be any sin. Now I know I was in sin. I, when I was an usher there, I know I was a sinner. No, I don't know I was a sinner. I know that I'm doing a sin. Because if I know I'm a sinner, then I would have got maybe saved if someone shared the truth. But I know I'm sinning every day. But that is not a requirement. So I was the one, I don't know why the pastor selected me to, because it is such a big church, and now you need to give the communion to so many church, so many people within that time. So it has to be a force who are standing here where they will help. And I was invited there to be a part of it. And I was the one, I was like, what a holy work it is to give the communion to these people. I got selected. So you see the graph is increasing. So to give the communion... And when the first time I heard about the communion over here, when I got saved, when I got saved, not before that. So when I heard I was this, we, I was giving them freely to everyone. So what point I want to make here is to, to see the mentality. And again, as I said, based on my experience, what I see, I never heard the word salvation. I only heard the word about baptism. Every three months there will be a 25 people standing. We need to get baptized this 25. You write the name back there in the person sitting. This time we have the Josh. There was someone else. Give your name if you need to get baptized. And quarterly we'll get baptized. All I hear is baptism. I'll tell you, I mean many of you got saved at very small age. Thank God, always thank God for that. Because for me, at going at this level, I had to thank so much time. That is so difficult, but for God it was possible. So everything worked by the sight. Whatever we see. So it basically, and this is a very good quote, uh, Charles Spurgeon's, uh has said about discernment. He said, discernment is not knowing the difference between the right and wrong. It is knowing the difference between the right and almost right. Almost right. It look like that. It look like that. Whenever I see such videos and when I go, immediate I know that, oh, this is something wrong. And But when I study from their angle too, if my heart burns out, I say, I will... Uh, study this video and go to my Saturday message and I'll go word by word to tell them. But then when I go back, I see they will not understand. You need a salvation to understand. Unless and until your spiritual eyes gets open, you will not, you will not see anything. You will not understand what's going on. Basically, when you talk to such people, you became their enemy now. 
Because all over around them, thousands of them doing it, and you came one along telling that this is all wrong? My parents doing it. My grandfather is a pastor. My whole family is serving this. My uncle is a pastor. We have our home church. I was born and raised here. Plus we have a complete building where all the people comes and goes to the same church and with the same belief. And even you was here. Now you become traitor. And now you come and tell that everything is wrong. But as I said, everything is possible with God. Amen. And the, when the word of God is preached, when the truth is preached. So what has happened to me is like, as I said, what I was filled with. You guys don't see that. You guys just see an Indian coming and you was happy. You don't know what my heart condition is. And that's where many, one mentality I will tell you, the Indian always have that will help you. We want to go towards the Indian. That will, because you need to understand this and always remember that. Indian wants to go to the Indians. As I said, my first, right? What is the mentality? We want to say, or go to something which is comfort. We don't want somewhere to just to see it right or wrong. We always want to go where our crowd goes. And that was also with me that do we have some Indian over here? But when I change that, when I stop that, and when I prepare myself to listen here too, and this was the earlier days when pastor was working and when then your love was there, right? See, that is what was helping me to stay here. Oh, these people are good though. Brother John is good. Brother Brian is good. Oh, I feel so good about that pastor. Man, he comes to pick me. So what was that? So this is the point what I'm giving you is the fellowship, the love, right? Because you have to give me something to stay in your church where it's all boring, <laughs> right? Because I'm filled with so many things and now there should be something for me that I was like, okay. I stay, right? So it is very important these Paul points are giving to me because unless he gets saved, he will not understand what is that means. No matter how much you teach him, right? But then the word of God, when it is preached and we are sitting under some, some congregation where the truth has been preached and that's why in initial days I was stayed, I stayed, and then there you guys help in many ways for me to be here. That was a burden, that was a push, that hey, you have to be here. And that was a continuous working of this stony heart where the word of God was preached and was hammered again and again and again and again and again yes. till this heart became a soil land where the gospel was preached or the seed was given and the tree grown and I got saved. So I hope this helps you to uh, understand because it is very important for a, so see, there is a doctor, right? We pray for many of, uh, many of the people, right? A doctor should know his patient. It is very important I learn. If you don't know the patient, what, what uh, to, uh, medicine you are uh, giving to him, when the doctor comes, he talk, right? And God gave us that discernment to check. And that's why I think every Wednesday pastor takes this Bible study to understand so that you know your patient, so that you know the people from where they're coming from and you know what is the disease.
which is called sin they are dealing with. And now you know what the medicine is, the gospel, the truth of God. And when you preach them, when you give them, he'll get cured like the way I got. Praise God. Thank you, church. I hope it was helpful. Praise God.